listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. We're going to start with the number one team in the NFL. And for those who are like, who might that be? Is it Casey Kasem? We're going to count it that. No. Because amongst the pros, there really isn't much debate that it's the Kansas City Chiefs. And we go to your backyard, Vegas, uh, the home of Straight Out of Vegas, where the Raiders put up a fight. It was a valiant effort, but in the end, the defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs, a 35-31 win last night on Sunday Night Football. You know, thank God we got that trademark, or there might have been Straight Out of Vegas from Oklahoma City or something <laughs> soon enough. <laughs> All right, here's the way I'm going to start. Fez first, Jonas second. Is the takeaway in the Kansas City Raiders game that Kansas City won and that once again, when they decide to flip the switch, they can do it? Or is it that the Raiders were so darn competitive? Yards per play, one of your favorites, Fez. Raiders won 6.4 to 6.3. First downs, Kansas City won that one pretty easily. QBR, your favorite. David Carr, 95. Mahomes, 91. Make the case it was a toss-up. What's your main takeaway? I was really impressed with the Raiders. It was a toss-up. The Raiders could have won. And frankly, I think Kansas City played a good game. I think that Carr has really um, brought it to a next level. He's a top-10 quarterback this year. And all game long, the Raiders moved the ball effectively. And I especially liked what the Raiders did with their last drive, RJ. They knew they needed to... So, tell the setup. So, the Raiders were trailing uh, by four. And the Raiders knew they needed a touchdown. But they also were aware, hey, it's so hard to stop Mahomes. Let's take our time. Let's go ahead and try to milk as much clock as possible. But we need a touchdown. And they did that effectively. Ultimately, they— So, so how much time was left? They scored with 148 left. They scored a little bit too quickly. Now, so how long was the drive? Right, It was a long drive. I don't have the exact number here. Okay. So what you're saying is uh, Kansas City gets the credit, but what surprised you more— was how competitive the game was. Yeah, absolutely. And we had spoken about there were some bad spots, or rather good spots for Kansas City in this game. Kansas City coming off the bye. Kansas City. Well, and again, Andy Reid, historically unmatched off the bye in the regular season. Good against the spread, not great. Another winner, straight up. Loss against the spread. Yes, and Kansas City's only lost one game the past 16 games to these Raiders. So, really, a good revenge spot for Kansas City to go ahead and put their best foot forward. So, if you you're saying if you harken back to last season, counting the playoff games, it's been now 16 games. Yes, and they're 15 and one. The one loss being to the Raiders earlier this year. And the irony is, I guess, the first matchup. I was, you know, I can still remember wanting to play the Raiders on the Super Contest, and then I started digging into the uh, Kansas City with Reed versus the, the the Raiders, and with Gruden, and it was just devastation. I mean, it wasn't even close. It was like, you know, winning by thirty points again. So my thought was, wow, the matchup. You know, let's be honest. When you got Mahomes and Reed, you can change a few pieces. Not that many have changed. You got David Carr. I mean. This is a lot in the NFL. You don't see even three years where you got the same quarterback, the same coach, both sides. You can start to take it seriously. Fifth game, sixth game, it's reversed itself. Somehow, it's reversed itself. Where the where Gruden and this Raiders team 
is playing exceptional. By far, the best against Kansas City. And still, you could say this about the Raiders, that they beat the best team in the NFL, Kansas City, Mm -hmm. and they're number one in your power rankings, right? They are. Kansas City, number one. And they beat who many believe healthy or maybe even now the best team in the NFC, the Saints. And then you can make the case this game against Kansas City is one of the five or six best losses of the year. If you're going to say, you know, what's some of the best losses of the year? You could say the Chargers against Kansas City. I mean, you can have a couple games. This is going to be in the top five or six. Not to mention the Raiders have won a lot of games. It's not like they're three and whatever and and they got some close wins. They're playing really well. By the way, that drive, last drive started at 5.54 in the fourth quarter and came down to a minute 43, and they led by three at that point. Jonas, in L.A., we're straight out of Vegas, from Vegas. Same question to you. Who gets, is it Kansas City or Raiders that get more love from you? I actually am going to go with both. I think this is one of those, and you guys alluded to it, to where both teams look like it's a win-win situation. Because if you're the Raiders, you've shown that you have absolutely closed the gap between you and the best team in football, let alone the best team in your division. And if you're Kansas City, you showed a new element to your offense to where they actually outgained uh, the Raiders on the ground. So they were running the ball. It wasn't just all about Patrick Mahomes. And then when they needed to, that final drive, Kansas City went 75 yards in a minute 15. I mean, it's video game stuff that they're able to pull off. They get the win. They get out of town. But if you're the Raiders, you got to feel good about where you're at. I mean, it wasn't this long ago. I still remember the Steelers in the Super Bowl against Green Bay. And Pittsburgh had the ball with about 210 left. Touchdown wins it. And Pittsburgh kind of was didn't get didn't get close really, and I was upset as a big Steelers fan. But it was like, okay, that's a tough drive. Then I thought back and said, you know, and against in era, against the Cardinals, they had the similar drive, and he did it. So one out of two. Like Jonas said, it was six of seven completions. It took seven plays, seven passes for Kansas City, six completions. It felt like they could have done it with thirty. I mean, just. It felt easy. It was a thing of beauty. Never, sense of urgency with no panic. Uh, just, uh, I marvel at how good Mahomes is. And, and also, they a field goal would have put it into overtime. So there's a lot of teams in the NFL that would have said, all right, whatever we do, let's make sure we at least get to overtime. Kansas City said, screw it. Stepping on the gas, and we're going to figure this thing out and win it in regulation. So... Mm. I think there's one macro big picture point that we just can't deny, not that we're trying to. Aggression wins. And you think back even to the Super Bowl Patriots against the Rams, the first one, the greatest show on turf. And it's like John Madden saying, well, I tell you, with a young quarterback, and now they were judicious about it. Patriots were aggressive there, won that game before it went to overtime. Probably saved you a twenty to. You probably had a big loss on overtime there. <laughs> I, I would have gotten destroyed because that back, might be back as an actuary. Back, back then, you could like risk seven dollars to win a dollar on no overtime when the true odds are like five percent. So it was always my biggest bet on each and every Super Bowl. Now you can tell he's a math guy that instead of saying twenty to one when it's seven to one, he mm-hmm. says one seven to one and one's five percent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Steve Fezzik, everyone. Right out of Vegas. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The number one team in the NFL, record-wise at least, are your Pittsburgh Steelers. 10-0, RJ, a 27-3 win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, you know, Fez, you would have had one left. If you didn't just piggyback by, you wouldn't have had that Pittsburgh game in 100 years. <laughs> when was the last time you saw me lay double digits like that? I mean, that? I guess I got to take it as the ultimate compliment. There if I go. said jump off a bridge, we'd be, we'd be saying, you still haven't found him yet. <laughs> they're, they're dredging. We don't know what's going on. We're not optimistic. <laughs> but anyway, let's think about this. Tomlin... He's not very good in these certain spots. And say, like, oh, really? All right, boom. Now, it was a home game. Just destroy. I mean, in a way, you could call Burrow's injury almost Pittsburgh caused it. I mean, think about it. <laughs> That's running interesting. Around, probably happy feet. Who knows? Mentally, seeing ghosts. I mean, you saw what happened to Sam Darnold. We can't find him. He's the ghost now. Yes. But the, <laughs> but the fact is that they dominate Cincinnati. If you had been patient, you could have bet Pittsburgh at home, laying six and a half to the Isn't that crazy? But you didn't even bet that. I did not. But somehow you laid doubles in the next game. And how much better was Cincinnati and Jacksonville? Oh, I don't know. Not much. So, in fact, we had Jacksonville plus three at Cincinnati not that long ago. Now, that's interesting, isn't it? Okay. Why isn't Pittsburgh number one? And I have to assume they're number two. I mean, there's no scenario which it couldn't be number two. Pittsburgh is number two. Mm -hmm. And Pittsburgh and Kansas City have been comparable this year. This is all about preseason expectations. I'm still not willing to throw... Excuse me. Comparable? How many losses does Kansas City have? One. And zero. Is that comparable? Infinitely more? How many? What do you have to multiply by zero to get to one? (laughs) A lot. Get your advocates out and try to figure that one out. Okay, so what about the the good wins? What's Kansas City's good win at Baltimore? Baltimore. What else? Yeah. That that's the one that just absolutely stands out. So the, out. the four win team, or I'm sorry, the four loss team, Baltimore, they beat. They're one of four teams that beat them, including Pittsburgh. Mm. Now what? I'm asking you. You can yeah, be it, silent it, here. There's going to be. I'm not going to like bail you out. Kansas Explain. City does not have a big signature win that comes to mind. After. So how is it comparable? If, if I look at the, if, if, what say it. if I look at the underlying stats of both teams, it's not Pittsburgh's We're offense. At yards per play. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, and, and really? Big Bend offensively hasn't been you know shoot lights out. Certainly, is, explain what do you mean lights out? What, is that a technical term you learned at Northwestern? Lights out. Well, his QBR isn't very good. Oh, well, I compared. know you know QBR yeah. really well, right? I mean, come on. I'm confused about what is our offense is supposed to do. There's move the ball. What and are score. offenses score. supposed to do? Score. All right. So what's the offense versus – I mean, explain to me the rationale of how much better the Kansas City is. I want you to explain it. Or even comparable on the results. Well, if we just looked at last night with a minute well, 48 left. Why I mean, would we look at last night only? Well, that's the – It's Mahomes not the first is, game of the season, is it? It's what it? Mahomes has done all year. Yeah, which means that the fact he has to do it – it's a good the point. Question. It's a good point. I mean, is it a virtue now, winning close games? I didn't realize that. I thought winning by margin was the virtue. Well, Kansas City's defense has put Mahomes in some bad spots this year. Mahomes has bailed them out. So the defense is still going to play if they play. Yeah. The, so you just, you're making the case, everything you say, that Pittsburgh's the better team. So explain to me. Take a breath. Let, let's have the nation hear you breathe. Breathe. Okay. 
Explain it to me. Other than you had Kansas City last year, mid-year, you were, I thought, brilliant in your analysis. I repeated it a bunch because I thought it was good elsewhere. And you know what? You, you, it, you were so prescient. You were so predictive. It, it played out exactly as you expected. So now you like Kansas City. Andy Reid's snugly. And Mahomes, he's gee whiz cool. But you know what? What have they done this year? You know, because San Francisco was pretty good last year. I don't see. Are they third on your list after Pittsburgh? No. No. So it's not about last year. It's about this year. So explain to me how. Why don't you say Pittsburgh is clearly better this year, but I'm holding on to something from a long time ago. Now, if somehow they would have lost one of those games, they were up 10. Check that. They were down double digits. If Kansas City had just done one pick six and got eliminated in Chargers the Chargers made one field goal? Whatever it was, right? True enough. Is I'm saying if they didn't win last year's Super Bowl, would they be number one right now? No. So you just, I mean, you and Huey Lewis should hang out singing hip to be square. Because you're saying one throw could have swung, not this season, but last season, how good you rank Kansas City now? That, you just walked yourself in a trap there. Possibly. Jonas, what do you think of that statement? I think that Kansas City is better than Pittsburgh, and I admit it's I should make your case. It's it's a built-in bias. It's exactly that. And I've thought about this. Pittsburgh should absolutely be considered the best team in the NFL. They've got a better defense in Kansas City. Their offense plays well. They're getting a better defense. They are so much better than Kansas City's day. No doubt. Walks over it. For me, I just look back at Kansas City and I can't get over that bias, which is why I'm a horrendous sports gambler. That's (laughs) being honest. So really what you're saying is that you're making an amateur mistake, and oh, by the way, in big red letters, everyone's thinking, but so it's Faz. So it's Faz. <laughs> Faz, you want to address? That That was a really sneaky stab in the back. <laughs> just just me you. being honest, Fez. It's the know, first, things... first time Fez and I are, are, are together I, in a sports I, gambling I, I, I weight offense more than defense. I believe offense is more important than defense. What's your ratio, ratio on that? Scene? Well, I, I use four sevens and three sevens. Exactly. Just like football Just like outsiders, football outsiders. Huh? I think it's and is valid. is it one eight on special teams? Who's ranked number one on special teams? I don't have it. No. Oh, yeah. But you do this three fours. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. So, so obviously, Kansas City has this great offense. But, you know, Pittsburgh, I got to give Big Ben credit in terms of— Oh, well, that's nice. Well, I mean, the fact—what made Pittsburgh so much better than what we thought? You look at these three wide receivers. Bringing in Claypool, and you got Smith-Schuster, you got Deontay Johnson. You got three really good wide receivers with Pittsburgh. And James Conner, who I thought could be a bust, he's really had a nice year running James for— James Conner? Like, you're doing analysis on—is that draft analysis you're doing? No, I mean, when I thought— you say he could have been a bust, what does that mean? I, because I, I thought he was a borderline— starting running back, and he's put up some really good numbers this year. He has exceeded expectations. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. It is the Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now on pregame.com. Tampa Bay, a four and a half point favorite. I love the under, but let's think about this a minute before we say in the game. Because I think we might spread this baby around a little bit. Now, when you spread it around, sometimes it helps, sometimes it hurts. For example, one of my favorite picks of the week, the Jets. 
Jets cover. Now, let's be honest. It looked like it was an easy cover, but it really wasn't. Jets cover, but they don't win straight up. But the theory was at 4-1 to one or so, it was worth a sprinkle. Here I'm thinking, Faz, and I'm going to let you talk it through with me. I love the under. If you look at the Rams and you look at their defense over the last four, five weeks, probably the best in the NFL. And you know what? It's not probably best in the NFL. We talked about it last week. You know what? They haven't played a game since. And if you look at expected points added, that efficiency metric, the number one rushing defense in the NFL, the Rams. The number one passing defense in the NFL, the Rams. One plus one doesn't equal two. It equals one. (laughs) One with a bullet. In fact, amongst the other teams that are good at passing D, they're not good at running D. And vice versa. The best other flip of the top three is 14 in the other thing. It's 1-1, and the other ones are like 2-14, and and that's the best one. Rams are good, and they're better right recently. On the other side of the ball, Whitworth, left tackle. You're going to hear lip service paid to that on TV, probably. But I think this is humongous. The absence of Whitworth for the Rams will hurt their offense significantly. Their left tackle is gone. Maybe their best lineman. Certainly one of their top two. And he's a veteran. And you know what? Tampa Bay has the most complex blitzing schemes in the NFL. And I can promise you they're going to be stunting, red-dogging. I don't know what I'm really saying when I say red-dog, but something that has spins and confusion. <laughs> and that left tackle is going to give up a sack or two that probably Whitworth wouldn't have given up. Just in the short period of time he was out of the game, the amount of pressures from that left side doubled when Whitworth was out last week. Okay, when he got hurt. It all adds up to the under. Fez, do you generally like the under? I do. I love your case. And Tampa Bay, number two in the NFL, and getting pressure. So the Rams are probably going to run the ball more with with Whitworth being the liability. And that's there, the, it's, it's not only efficiency that drops, but the aggressiveness drops. Now, here's the thing I'm trying to debate. Is in the last six third quarters, so six games... The Rams have given up zero points. So they're even better in the third quarter. So the question is, what do we do? Do we, get, do we go half the bat on the under for the game, Fez? Do we go with, how do we address this? If we could get a 10 on the third quarter, I would love third quarter under 10, but it's 9.5, which is a low third quarter number for this total of 48. All right, so what about, is there a way to get it to halftime other than a halftime? I mean, the second half, can you just bet? I don't understand that. But you're saying the halftime bet. It's not the second half, it's the halftime bet. The difference is, if it's a second half bet, you can bet it before the game. A halftime bet, you have to wait till halftime. Yes. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to make the official pick on the under in the game. It's under 48. This is a strong, strongest play of the week for me. If you can get an under 10 in the third quarter, I think put a half on that. And if you got some money left and you like the way it's going, you can go with a halftime bet on the under. But again, look at the way it's going. History says, though, second half should be even lower scoring. Fez, what do you got on the game? I'm going to go Tom Brady, prop bet under 285 passing yards. Two weeks ago, primetime game against the Saints, we saw Tampa Bay get rolled 38-3. to They only ran the ball five times. Mm-hmm. 
the last thing they want to have is a repeat of that game. So I expect Tampa Bay to focus much more on the run game, and it's all about usage. That will give Tom Brady fewer passes and thus fewer yards under 285 pass yards Brady. And it shows you how maybe a lack of aggressiveness on the Rams might slow down the aggressiveness of Tampa. We see how games are dictated by, to by who's ever got the pace control. Hopefully, for the under, we'll slow it down. And for your under in the prop. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.